think the people who come in stars in their eyes or whatever, they can have tons of money and tons of ambition, but if they don't have the grit and the wherewithal to keep powering through, they won't make it. So you have everything. We have to have a couple key skills for sure. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Best ever listeners, I'm excited to introduce you to our newest host that we're bringing on to the team. His name is Slocum Reed. Along with myself and Ash, Slocum will be providing value to every interview he does. I've known Slocum for years, and I've watched his portfolio continue to grow. He currently owns and operates 65 units, including converting three units into an office building. So he's an owner-operator. He's coming from certainly a different perspective than I have. I know he's going to bring his expertise and cut through the fluff and get the best real estate investing advice ever for you. So welcome, Slocum Reed. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Slocum Reed. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. And today we have Elijah Vo with us. How are you doing, Eli? I'm doing great. Hey, if I sound kind of strange, I'm coming off a head cold. So I feel fine, but I'm just a little bit stopped up. But otherwise, I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Great. I know the feeling. I just got the COVID booster shot a few days ago and it put me in oh, yeah? it put me in bed for a while. Eli is a partner at Atlas Multifamily Group. They help investors build generational wealth passively in multifamily real estate syndications. Their current portfolio, they operate 700 doors. Eli used to work full-time in the Air Force, but after retirement, he began to do commercial real estate full-time, and that's as of October 21. Eli is based in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Eli, tell us about yourself. You were in the Air Force. What got you into real estate? Sure. So I've been, I was in the military for over 20 years. And so it was always kind of like my mentality to work for the government for 20, 30 years. And then one day I'll retire happily, right? Like on a beach somewhere. Sure. And, yeah. <laughs> so I think about halfway through my career, that mentality really didn't sit right with me because I didn't really want to leave my livelihood up to like the worst stewards of money. It's our government, right? So I was always interested in real estate. So about that time, my wife and I started buying up small family rentals and got to a couple of them, did pretty good with them. But at that point, kind of looked back at our goals. We're like, okay, well, by the time I go to retire, this income won't replace my current income, right? So we had to find a way to scale more efficiently, a lot quicker. So I remember driving around town one day over here in Fort Worth and I saw an apartment complex and I was like, man, who owns those things? Who buys these? Because it'd be way more efficient to own one of those rather than 20, 30, 40 houses for across town. So I started networking, getting educated on how this whole space works. And around 2018, I ended up joining a mentorship group. And that following year, we ended up getting- Which group did you join? It was Think Multifamily. Think Multifamily. Yeah. There's a bunch, you know, all over, a lot here in DFW, right? You got like, you got Think and a bunch of other ones. So just kind of- Nice. So you joined the mastermind and what's next? We started hunting down deals. And then that first year, we picked up two deals, about 360 units. Those were in Atlanta. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, about two years ago, I do current partners. We opened our firm, Atlas Multifamily Group, and now we own 700. And we actually have another 115 under contract that we'll close next month on. That's exciting. Yeah. So you jumped in in 2018. It sounds into multifamily syndication. 
Yeah. So around 2017, 2018, I started also doing passive investments first. So we did a couple of passives and then I joined Think's Mastermind in 2018. Awesome. So you were picking up some rentals on the side of working in the Air Force and then started investing passively, wanted to get in on the GP side of things, thinking that you were replacing your military income with real estate. What made syndicating the right fit for you? It was interesting for sure. I enjoy the fact that on the GP side, I like being the front runner in these things because like you're not really buying real estate, you're buying a business, right? So I find it fascinating and very interesting that we're able to come in and quarterback these deals and you have a whole team that you build around you and it's an entire process of you know all kinds of different people and partners. So I think that's probably what spoke to me the most aside from the fact that you can invest in something that can return something like that back to you, right? And and you're building communities too. You're giving back and you're building communities for other families because you're coming in and and rehabbing these places like their exteriors and interiors. And so you're making everything just better, right? And so I enjoy the fact that I'm kind of like the main quarterback here and we're also at the same time giving back at the same time. Yeah. Financially speaking, understanding that there are other routes that you can take to be in real estate investing full time. You did some passive investing. That's a very popular way to replace an income going into retirement, right? Because it allows you to act retired. Financially speaking, what is it that compelled you to get into syndication as opposed to some other active model of investing? Is it specific to the numbers? What was yeah, it yeah. about syndicating? Well, I don't think I really had the income to invest enough to be a full passive investor. If I had five hundred a million dollars or more that I could put in and get eight to ten percent return annually, that'd be fine, right? But on an Air Force income. We really didn't have that, right? So I had to find more active ways to make income. So I think that was part of it. And then the fact that I do enjoy the mailbox money, that's great, but I wanted more control and I wanted more involvement in the deal. So I wanted to be able to go out there and find my own deals, build my own empire, build my own income. And then eventually I'll get to a place where this will kind of wear on me, I'm sure, maybe. I enjoy it now, but over time, I'll get another, I can passively invest, but. I love it now. We'll get back to the show in a few minutes, but first some sponsors I'm confident you'll get some value in learning more about. I'd like to introduce you to my good friends over at PassiveInvesting.com, a private equity real estate firm based out of the Carolinas. PassiveInvesting.com makes it easy for you to start investing in real estate. They focus on acquiring institutional quality apartments and self-storage facilities with private accredited investor funds. They also have a real estate debt fund that offers hard money loans to local fix and flippers across the U.S., which currently has a 0% default rate. With a portfolio of over $700 million in assets and controlling over $250 million in equity, they know how to secure the best deals and how to avoid the red flags. If you are interested in learning more, please reach out directly to PassiveInvesting.com and request the free Passive investor guide that outlines the seven red flags for passive apartment and self-storage investing. Visit PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags to download that PDF now. That's PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags. Mark your calendars for the best ever conference, February 24th through 26th, back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. 
You can get 15% off right now with the code BEC15 at besteverconference.com. That's the code BEC15 for 15% off at besteverconference.com. I saw that you have a goal of helping investors build generational wealth while investing passively. Are you underwriting to the five-year hold? Are you planning to hold the properties that you syndicate long-term, longer than five years? I would love to do a long-term, like a 20-year hold. That'd be awesome. I think right now the industry, they're so focused on those five or six-year holds. It's hard to find investors who want to do a 20, 30-year hold. Plus that, you'd be holding on to something. I guess you'd be partnering with people for 20 years. But uh, I would love to have generational wealth. I wouldn't mind it. We are playing with a new, I wouldn't say new model, but we're doing three-year hold where we're returning 70 to 80% return over three years rather than do a 100% return over six years. So our investors, they can hit about 74% return in three and then pick up money and do another one and get it again another three years. So we are kind of going to a shorter model. Even that, our investors do enjoy a faster turnaround. They want the amount for sure, but they also want a faster velocity return. Gotcha. So that 174% return, you're talking about the gross profit on their initial capital after three or five years, correct? Yeah, like their total return, right? So after all their cash flow, and then we cash out and pay it back their initial and a little kicker on top of that, right? Equal like that. Say it's like 80% or whatever it is. Gotcha. So you're going for the three-year hold. My experience is the shorter your projected hold period, the more aggressive you have to be with your value add. What kinds of properties are you targeting? What condition are they in when you buy them? This is our first one. So actually the one that we have under contract right now, we're going to do, it's actually a class A in Wichita. So it's a little bit different in the fact that it was an old historical building built back in the 1800s. So the current owners, they had bought it and they used a combination of federal and state funds to totally rehab it. But they really aren't operators. Their goal is just to find these old buildings all over the United States and then fix them up and sell them to gods like us. So How uh, big is it? It's 115 units. Oh, wow. So 115 unit, 130, 140-year-old building? Yeah, but they totally revamped it, though. They put $19 million into changing out the entire structure, the bones. They reinforced it with steel, but they had to. They changed out all the mechanicals, the plumbing. They did a really good job going in and refurbishing it. The only thing that they didn't do was push it to its market capacity. So they really aren't operators. They come in and fix them up, but they don't really have the want or need to really push it up to its market potential. So that's why we're trying to- So what's what's left to do specifically? Do you need to turn over a bunch of tenants? Are you just raising rents or what? So there's enough of the organic income that we can just bump some rents, but we're going to definitely turn some tenants over and infuse some more capital in there, probably about 1.9 million in there to do the interiors, to push them to class A. It's a class B right now. It should be a class A because it's downtown Wichita, but we're going to push to a class A. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's a really you cool said this is a projected three-year hold and what kind of return are you projecting? It's a three-year hold. We're going to project 72% return on their money. Nice. And how did you find this deal? Through a broker? Yeah, through the broker. Actually, when we look at this property, we were looking at another one in Wichita. And then he calls me and he's like, hey, uh, while you're in town, you might go ahead and look at this one that's in downtown square. And I'm like, well, it's not really our criteria, but sure. And so we, we walked down there and we're like, oh, this is, this is a really cool project. And so we kind of dug into it and fell in love with it. What attracted you to Wichita, Kansas? 
like the market. It's a slow, steady, cash flowing market. So it has a lot of diversity in it. It has tons of business. I would say that it has a lot of good value adds still, where a lot of properties here in DFW, they've been turned over a couple of times. A lot of stuff that we buy in Arkansas and Oklahoma and Kansas, they haven't turned over as much. Well, not at all. So they've had owners for 20 years or plus. So they're true value adds to me, at least. Gotcha. So you're taking down your first deal as a syndicator now. What is it you said you took down a couple after you joined the Think Mastermind in 2018? What deals were those? So everything I've done since I've been in Think, I'm not in Think now, but when I first joined Think, the first one I did that were in Atlanta, like the 360 units. Yes. I sponsored those two. So I was a syndicator in those. And then I did 700 in Arkansas, and Oklahoma City with my two current partners with Atlas. And then we're doing other 115 as well. Gotcha. Nice. And yeah. are all of those on the three-year hold? No, the ones in Arkansas, and Oklahoma City, those are on a five or six-year hold. And then the one in Kansas is on a three-year hold. We'll get back to the show in a few minutes, but first some sponsors I'm confident you'll get some value in learning more about. How are you doing on your goals this year, whether it's planning for your goals or whether it's executing on those goals? I imagine one of them has to do with financial freedom, taking control of your finances. And I can tell you that is a possibility within the next one to three years using a proven system created by my friend, Michael Blanc. He's got the program Deal Maker Mentoring. Here are some of his students who have been in the program and what they've accomplished. Melanie McDaniel, she closed her first 24-unit joint venture deal and is now pivoting to become full-time in the industry. Within five months of joining, Cheryl Groovy from Atlanta, she had a 34-unit deal under contract and she partnered with two other deal maker mentoring students, and together they raised seven hundred thousand dollars. And Brian Briscoe, he said thanks to deal maker mentoring, he had the opportunity to accelerate his timeline and go after much bigger deals than he would have on his own. If you are ready to commit to achieving your dreams this year, and you've been thinking about getting into multifamily, well, text the word Joe to six six eight six six. Again, that's the word Joe. You know how to spell my name, right? J O E to 66866. Do it right now while it's fresh on your mind and let's get you started with your own syndication business. Deals and money. We are constantly seeking deals and money as real estate investors. And I bet you're having a challenge right now, especially with deals, if you're like most real estate investors, because it's tough to find deals right now. But here's the thing. There's a competitive advantage out there that when implemented, it will help you accomplish your objective of getting more deals and or getting more investors. And that is having a great follow-up system. Having a great follow-up is one of the keys to success real estate and follow-up boss is the leading CRM for real estate. This is the system you need in place so you can reach out to owners and brokers directly for deals or you can follow up with your investors and you do it all in one spot. The CRM makes it 10 times faster to call and text owners then integrates those into a software so nothing slips through the cracks. The follow-up boss conversion system and powerful management tools help align your methods and drive growth that otherwise it could have been missed and probably would have been missed. Go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever to get a system in place. And if you need help, they got you covered. Followup Boss offers experts seven days a week. You can pick up the phone and speak to an actual human being anytime during business hours. Visit followupboss.com forward slash best ever to check out how much time you could save by streamlining your follow-up process. Best ever listeners, they're treating you extra special. You get an extended 30-day free trial twice 
the length of the normal trial for a limited time, go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever and perfect your follow-up. What is your best ever advice? Best ever advice. I would say, even if you're not the most capitalized, the most intelligent, you know, um, I would say what it takes to make it in this industry is having a persistence and grit, right? So take action now and keep going. I know there's days where you get burned out and things drag on or you get frustrated, but the ones who do the best here are the ones who just keep going day by day, inch by inch. I think the people who come in with stars in their eyes or whatever, they can have tons of money and tons of ambition, but if they don't have the grit and the wherewithal to keep powering through, they won't make it. So you have to have everything. We have to have a couple key skills for sure. Great. Well, Eli, are you ready for our best ever lightning round? Yeah, sure thing. Awesome. <laughs> what is your best ever way to give back to the community? I don't think I give back enough. This has actually been a topic of discussion amongst Atlas is that we've been looking at different ways that we can start giving back. I think the guys, they want to donate some funds. They want to do certain things. I would like to do one where I can give more of my time. I used to read a lot at my kids' schools. I go there, read, read books or whatever. But something like that where I can give a little bit of time in my week to maybe go build some houses for Habitat for Humanity, read books to kids at schools, or I'd like to do something like where you can go visit senior citizens' home and give like your time to them. Nice. What's the best ever book you've recently read? Well, it's not real estate, but recently I read Robert Greene's Laws of Human Nature. That's a fantastic book. It's, it's a big, thick book and it encompasses a lot of psychology and behavioral theory and psychiatry and philosophy, but I love it. And it really deals with how we think and how we interact with other humans. That seems right up my alley. I'm going to have to look into that one. Eli. Yeah, it's a great, it's great book. What's the most money you've ever lost on a deal? I was passively invested in a deal in Atlanta. And it was a pretty big one. It was like 300 plus units. And then the partner ended up stealing money from the company. And then he ended up passing away. They were in legislation for several months. So we ended up losing most of our investment in that one. So it wasn't a good time. There's a silver lining though. It did teach me a lot about how syndicators can communicate when there's a big issue like that. How do we respond to it, right? How do we communicate the problem and the issue? You know, how many webinars should, should we be holding and calls and emails go out and all that? So it wasn't my <laughs> my favorite deal, but I did learn a lot about the GP and LP communication gap there. Hopefully you didn't have to pay too much for that education. <laughs> What's the most money you ever made on a deal? Probably our biggest deal so far was the one in Oklahoma City. So that was a pretty good deal. It was 288 units. So we had a good team, came in and we closed that one at the end of October. So that was probably our biggest deal. It's a classic that we're going to push to a B. So we did pretty good on that one. You bought it in October or you sold it in October? We closed on it in October. I'll tell you what, the, probably the deal that we made our most on was the first Atlanta deal. That was the one that we just sold this year in January. So it was 110 units. We bought for 42K a door and we sold it for 90 a door almost. That's awesome. How much did you have to put into it? We put in around six or seven hundred thousand dollars into it, into like all the rehab and everything. So under a million dollars. But we had rehabbed it. We held it for about two and a half years, and we ended up selling it, returning about one hundred twenty-nine percent return to our investors. That was a home over run. what time period? That one hundred twenty-nine percent. Two and a half years. Wow. Yeah. That is good. What accounts for that? Is that what you projected, or did it outperform? It outperformed. We had projected like a five-year hold on it. 
So we came in and I think part for sure was us, right? I mean, said that we did everything. But the other part was also the fact that Atlanta was just growing. We bought at the right time. So we were able to hold something for two and a half years, do a forced appreciation play on it, and then sell for almost double. Awesome. And where can our best ever listeners get in touch with you? They can reach me yeah. at Eli at invest with amg.com. Well, Eli, thank you very much for being here. It's been great to learn from your success with your shorter term holds on your apartment deals. Best ever listeners, we hope you have a best ever day and we'll see you tomorrow. Awesome. Thank you very much.